0: Hello, God loves you. Thank you for tuning in to the Almost a Wife podcast. I would love to hear your feedback, losses, and successes on my social media outlets so I can connect with you. Visit me on Instagram at almost.awife. And don't forget to connect with me on Facebook at Almost a Wife. And by the way, I'm also on YouTube by searching Almost a Wife podcast. Remember, God loves you and so do I. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Almost a Wife, but it's still possible. Well, today's episode, I would like to talk about hope. I just have to really just reiterate on just how good God is with his love and his everlasting hope and faith. You know, hope and faith go together with each other. They're the ones that actually really carry us. Um, it's when we need to trust God, even when things don't look good, God always still needs to get the glory. And I was just thinking about what are some things that I could kind of share with you guys that can remind you of, um, where God's hope is continuous and, and the faith that I have in him, um, continues to be a part of my life. Well, I will start back in 2012, and man, that was such um, a long time ago. Now thinking back, this is 2020, but in 2012, I was uh, a site coordinator working for um, a school district for an after-school program at an elementary school, and I will admit things were a lot difficult than I thought that they would be. Um, just financially, right? And so I wanted to have an opportunity where I could better myself. And at that time, I hadn't finished going back to college. Like that was one of my lifelong dreams was to go back to college and finish. I started college back in 2098, the spring of 2098, really the January at Winston-Salem State University, go Rams. And um, I went to school for three whole years. And I did not finish. So there were some things that happened and occurred, you know, life occurs. And so I ended up dropping out. So with me dropping out, I never had the opportunity to really like go back. So uh, in 2012, at this point, uh, my boys were five years old, my twins, and I was struggling trying to make ends meet. And so what I decided to do, the opportunity came along where I could go to Belmont Abbey Uh, college and go to school at night they had the adult degree program and that was where you could still go to work full-time and then you could go to Belmont Abbey in the evenings and you could obtain your degree well the good thing was I had already had two years of credits under my belt from a combination from with Salem State as well as early childhood credits at um, uh, CPCC which is Central Piedmont Community College well anyway so all that to say that I went on ahead and I enrolled Then I had to make living arrangements different because you know the boys were um, were five at this point, and I needed a a place to stay. So I ended up living with my mom for a couple of years. And during those two years, I obtained my college degree. It was the best feeling. I was super excited and just super happy to meet that lifelong goal. But I will say it was still a trying time because it was I was trying to make ends meet. I was working full time and then still having twins that were just starting kindergarten or in kindergarten and then going to school at night. So I was working from 11 to six and then I would get off. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I was going from 6 p.m. or 6 15 ish rather um, p.m. until 10 p.m. two nights a week. And I did that for two whole years. And so that was a lot, you know, a lot to take in, a lot to try to understand. Um, but I did it. God gave me the grace to do that. So Then in 2014, that is when I got into a a relationship. So I know how some of you get into some types of relationships and you know how we women do. We decide we're going to get with somebody who pays us some attention, right? And I will admit, even in that time, I had very, very like low self-esteem because at that point, you know, I was finishing school. I wasn't really focusing on me. I was really engrossed in the boys and just making sure that they were doing well and I wasn't really focused on, you know, myself and even my mom had had talked to me while I was with her that it was time for me to get my social life back, you know, and I just wasn't ready. Like I wasn't into makeup. I wasn't feeling like getting up and getting dressed and doing my hair, you know, so it was just a, it was just a time where I was just like, I don't want to focus on the boys, you know, as new moms do. I didn't understand that I had to really get to myself. Anyway, like I said, back in 2014, someone paid me some attention and I got into this relationship. And mind you, I know I'm not the only one. We women, we do it all the time when we get into these types of relationships where we know that if we get into this relationship, it is not going to be the best situation. Well, this was one of those times I knew I absolutely knew that it was something that I needed to didn't need to do, but I did it anyway. And so. Here starts the whole train of events of not recognizing my worth, having um low self-esteem, um, just wasn't consistent with my walk in Christ. Now, mind you, I've been saved all of my life, right? Since I was about, I know since I was in my early teens, where I went to school. I mean, excuse me, went to church, I was raised in a church. My grandmother was a minister, and you know, I so I know church, I know God, I understood the relationship, but I really didn't understand God for myself until I got older. Okay. So this is one of those times where I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to do me. This is the time where I can have fun and me thinking it was fun, but really it was torture for myself. And I just really wasn't close to God at all. And so during this time, it, it was a little, it was dark and I don't want to say it was all bad because it was not, you know, when we're in the world and we're out there and we're going hard, we go hard, but in happiness, right? Not realizing that what we're in is detrimental to our mind, our bodies, our spirits, just not even understanding just the the, the despair that we're bringing to ourselves, right? So during that time and going through this, this relationship that it really made me understand and see that I didn't really care about myself. And so I was um, compromising a lot of things that I knew that I shouldn't have compromised, where it might've been time, it might've been where this gentleman, um, he had other female friends. Now, mind you, I don't have a problem with people having other uh, friendships with people prior to you being in a relationship. But the issue that I had was that, there were women or females that were in his life that didn't respect our relationship. And I could continue to tell him how I felt about it, but it would take him to have to communicate to them because those were his friends. And so he wasn't willing to do that. So constantly having to understand who I was and where who I meant to him was a constant struggle and a battle within myself. And it made me question, you know, man, am I good enough? Do I deserve more? Like, and then of course I would say, yeah, you deserve more than this or I mean, you deserve more than that. But I still stayed in the relationship. So as time went on, I started to resent this man and, and the situation that I was in because I knew better. I knew better. God told me better. You know, I've been taught better, you know, and so you start to beat yourself up. And so then I developed some bitterness and a lot of unforgiveness, right? So during this time, when I did all of this, um, things still progressed on. And in, uh, like I said, I did graduate from college in 2014. So um, dealing with this relationship, though, I realized that the only way that I was going to start to deal with some of the things that had happened to me, not only from my childhood, but even in this particular situation, it was going to take me to have to really sit back and deal with my inner thoughts, my inner Um, thoughts and things that maybe that I had not really dealt with, even from a child, right? So at this point, I decided, you know what, I'm going to go to therapy, I need help. Because not only was I still kind of struggling financially, I still just was not in the right space mentally. And I didn't want to affect my sons with my mentality, right? And I know we as moms, you know, we take so much on on ourselves to want to be perfect and to make the right decisions. And be, re- be there for our kids and be there for our friends and be there for our family. And so it was so much weighed down on me that I was like, you know what? I need help. And it was outside of, you know, speaking to somebody at church because, mind you, I wasn't in the church. So I didn't have someone that I could go to and sit down and, and, and a, a minister to even speak to me, you know, spiritually. So my thought was, you know what, I'm going to go to therapy. And I, I'm a strong believer of therapy only because, you know, I believe God brings in these different types of um, medica- medical uh, expertises or um, occupations that I think are very necessary. I don't believe God will provide these types of things if it wasn't to help us and to grow us. And I know within the church, you know, therapy is a big taboo. Um, either people don't think we need to go. Or they think, you know what? God's got me and trust and believe. I believe with all my heart that God has got me. He still has me. He tells me that consistently that he has my back. However, I also believe that therapy is a place where you can sit and you can talk and you can walk through some of the mental um things or disparities that you may have. And it could be de- dealing with issues for me. I know it was dealing with bit issues of abandonment. It was dealing with issues of rejection. And I still have some of my moments where I have to, okay, Dimitri, check yourself. You know, is this, you know, a trigger from abandonment? Is this a trigger from rejection and have to, you know, go to Holy Spirit and ask him to help me maneuver through my emotions and not have to walk through my emotions just because of a situation that may have happened. So going through therapy, it really made me to dig deeper into some of the things that I had dealt with even from childhood And um, I'm not going to go into those things right now because I want to really highlight on how hope is there. And so even in going through these changes and going through therapy, I still had hope and understood that God loved me, even though I wasn't going on a day to day basis because he still opened doors. He still provided for me. Okay, so from from that point, I went to therapy. I dealt with a lot of my internal um, issues. And again, I'll go back to that at a later episode. But it allowed me to really see clearly that I didn't have a lot of forgiveness in my life. And there were some things and issues even from my childhood that I had to conquer in order to move forward and to fully receive what God had for me and my next level in life. And so what that next level to me was the promotion that I got when I finally did graduate and, um, in 2016. I interviewed for a position within my department. And lo and behold, I was able to get that position. And I believe that it was a God sent that I got the position. I strongly believe that. And I'm grateful for the opportunity, not only for financial reasons, but just helping me to grow into the the woman that I am today with these different types of experiences that I've had, even through my job. And so um, I absolutely love what I do. I love the people that I work with. I love thinking of new ways and new opportunities to try to um, better our department. And um, it was all because I went to therapy. Therapy helped me to talk through it. It helped me to see some of my things that I needed to deal with from my childhood, as well as understand that I needed God. So in 2016, not only did I get the promotion, but that is when I decided that I was gonna give my life completely back to God. And I went back to church. Um, I was always a member under the ministry of Apostle Terrell. And at this point is when he had started his own ministry, Life Center International. So um, at that point, I decided I am going to give myself to God completely. And when I did that, when I say that, things opened up for me tremendously, that is when the true hope and my faith was restored in God, because I was able to be talked to not only through therapy, but then when I went to church and I had this wonderful spiritual experience where I had a group of ladies who came and prayed for me, and when they prayed for me, they prayed over the captivity that my mind was under during that time. And when I say when they did that, I was completely loosed and freed and delivered from a lot of the mentalities that I had from, like I stated, rejection and abandonment and low self-esteem and just all of those things that had prayed to me. Now, mind you, just because I had the prayer, there was still work that I needed to do. And that was being a, a faithful, open and willing servant to God, Um All through my youth and my childhood and, you know, teenage years, college years, I always sang. I sang either on a choir or I sang for a group or something of that nature. And I will not lie from the years of 2000 and mm, 2005 up until 2016, I had banned myself from singing. I was like, I'm not doing it. I don't feel like it. This is not. I feel like it's a uh, I was made to do it all the time. And so. I had put my foot down. Well, once I got delivered from all of those things, God had spoke to me and said, it's time for you to come back to singing. And I was like, God, I really don't want to do this, but I know this is you because I would never say that I want to do this. (laughs) And so I had to be obedient. So I did. And I got back in in, and doing things and singing on the choir and then eventually got onto the worship team and all of that. And that is what has restored me and restored my faith and restored my love for God, because I understand that I have to have a true relationship with him to understand who he is, to understand the light that he brings to my life, to understand that um, without him, I wouldn't have hope and I wouldn't have the faith that I have in order to sustain me to get to the next levels of where he would have me to go. So 2014, 2012, 2014, 2016 were all significant in my life. And, and it brings me up to 2020 to where I'm able to come to you now. And even with the losses that I've had or the experiences that I've had, I still have hope. I still believe that God loves me, that He still cares for me. And even in those circumstances where it seemed like He was so far away, he was still there for me. He still allowed me to have opportunities even when I wasn't living in in him. I was living in sin and doing my own things and he still opened up doors and opened up opportunities for me to have that I never thought that I would have. And I'm truly, truly grateful. And even in these last few weeks, I mean, man, I, when I say so many things have occurred, you know, I've already spoke on how um, I lost uh, my soon-to-be fiance in... Um, in in april but even just a few weeks ago um i had walked outside of my door um because i had just purchased a a new car in um march of this year 2020 and i was super excited 2020 tucson brand new off the lot never had that opportunity before god really did provide even in that you know and so i was super super excited about that and a couple of weeks ago i went outside and what happens I get out there and a tree limb the size of a tree had fallen on my brand new car. Now, mind you, at, at first I just looked at it and I busted out laughing and I was like, okay, God, really? Like, what what is it that you're wanting from me now? Because now you didn't had a car to fall on my brand new car, a, a tree to fall on my brand new car. I just did not understand, Right. And so, um, lo and behold, thank God I had the insurance. Everything was taken care of, but God still even had me even in that. Even when I got my insurance for the car, God had made ways to where I had such low insurance and the, um, the additives that they give you, you know, the different things where you can have comprehensive and, you know, the make your deductibles low. He made it so that I didn't have to pay anything out of pocket for this particular situation. So God is always providing and always there, even when we don't understand it. I thank God for that agent who um, talked me into making sure that I had the coverage that I needed so that I didn't have to pay anything out of pocket during this particular circumstance. And so even though that happened, I could have really gotten upset with God. I could have really broke down, but that did not happen. Then another scare um, not long ago, um, COVID-19 is out there and had some scare where it got close to some of my family members you know and so having to deal and process and deal with that mentally but I refuse to think that God does not love me because he truly 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 does and I thank God for the obedience that I have in an understanding that I have to love on him, have relationship with him, talk to him, and even um, put away some of my distractions to draw myself close to him. And I will admit, not always do I come to him in the times when I need to. I don't always read the word like I should. And I I know this. This is something I've been taught and I understand and I know. But because these things have happened, it has drawn me closer to him to where I have no other choice but to read his word, no other choice but to read studies or read words or read books that um, can do nothing but feed my spirit so that my spirit man can be in control over my flesh and my mindset and my emotions. So I'm grateful that God uh, has these opportunities to come that draws me closer to him, that makes me understand that I need him even when I don't think that I need him. And so I said all of this to say that even when it seems as though we don't have God in our lives and that we just feel so uh, far from him or we don't have him there, uh, the hope and the faith that he's always there even in, in the darkest moments. He is there. He is there to love on us. If it wasn't for Christ dying on the cross for our sins, how will we be able to live this life that we live abundantly and free, able to freely uplift God and acknowledge him for who he is? So I just want to remind everybody, um, if you would, two scriptures that I want to go to. And the first one is Colossians. It's Colossians 1 and 27 give me one moment to get there. In that scripture is where God uh, talks about his love for us, that Jesus must be in our hearts. It's our heart condition that we have to understand um, who we are in him. So in Colossians 1, 1 and 27, it says, to whom God was pleased to make known how great For the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ within and among you, the hope of revealing the glory. So it is because of Christ, Christ being in our heart that brings us that hope that draws us closer and draws us nearer to God to understand that without that, we wouldn't be who we are on today. And I'm just truly grateful, truly, truly grateful for those things. That he has. And then it also brings me to another scripture, Ephesians 4 and 23. And that reads Ephesians 4 and 23 says, and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. So that means every single day, we have to wake up with a newness, with a refreshing of our heart, with the understanding that without um, without Christ and having a renewed mind and a renewed heart, that we wouldn't be able to, um, to move forward or move past the things that are trying to attack our minds and our thoughts from day to day. So I just wanted to leave those two scriptures with you, Colossians 1 and 27 and Ephesians uh, 4 and 23, that we must have a renewed, fresh heart for God and understanding that doing that consistently every single day, that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps my my heart fresh. That's what keeps my mind fresh and understanding that Jesus Christ died on on the cross for me, that he loved me so much that he died on the cross for you and I. So with that said, if you are dealing with anything Just know that God sincerely and truly, truly loves you with all of his heart. And if you have any questions or any concerns, then please feel free to reach out to me. I'm available on Instagram. I'm available on Facebook. You can inbox me. You can DM me, comment, like, subscribe, whatever that may be. But just understand and know that God loves you tremendously. Okay, until next time. Thank you for listening in today. I appreciate you taking this journey with me. I don't want you to miss out on any of my amazing transformation experience. So don't forget to visit my social media outlets to have the most up-to-date information on Almost a Wife, but it's still possible. Make your day amazing. And remember, God loves you.